Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Well, hey friends, welcome back to Anchored In Always. So in my last episode, I had talked a little bit about um, during my, I guess I'm calling it like a sabbatical where I took um, December and January off to just really try to uh, be more intentional, intentional about sitting at the Lord's feet and not busying myself. And during that time, I mentioned in that last episode how one of the things God spoke to my heart was just getting back to um, some spiritual um, foundational uh, spiritual disciplines, I like to call them, like um, fasting and um, memorizing scripture and meditating on scripture. And and so um, I found that to be something really helpful for me personally in healing um, and grieving and um, just drawing closer to the Lord. And and it was very, very helpful for me. And so I'm really um, just absorbing it and digging in. And I was talking to my dad about it and he um, is doing this YouTube series right now on his YouTube channel um, on imperatives for impactful living. And he was talking about it in one of the more recent um, episodes that he did. And so I invited my dad back on the show. Um, It's been a little while since he's been on. So I invited him back on to just go a little bit deeper with us and talk about um, the importance of memorizing scripture. Um, And so dad, thank you so much for just taking the time out of your schedule to be here today. We're so excited to just dig into this. Yeah, thank you, honey. You know, it has been a while. I went into another decade (laughs) in the meantime. (laughs) No, not that it's been that long, but uh, yeah. So had my birthday a couple of weeks ago and turned 70. And I used to, I, I won't even tell you what I used to think about people who were 70 <laughs> when I was 20, uh, you know, um, just, but yeah, so here we are, but it's fine. It's great. And uh, yeah, it's good to, good to be back and good to be able to share with you on this and to share with you about a, a subject that um, I learned early in my ministry and even in my life as a childhood, though I didn't probably understand the value of it for a number of years. So uh, excited to be able to talk about memorizing scripture. Yes. So I think, you know, dad, just kind of start it out. And I would encourage you listening, um, whoever's listening to this to go, I'll put in the show notes, my dad's YouTube channel, but just go listen to that um, imperatives for impactful living. Um, There's a lot of great stuff in that and in all of those episodes. And then my dad talks about this a little bit more, but I think it's important to start with just the foundation of why is it important for us as believers to memorize scripture? Well, it's important because the word is important. The word is essential. Uh, all of our spiritual growth comes from the word of God. There is no spiritual growth apart from the word of God. Matter of fact, there isn't salvation apart from the word of God. James 1.18 tells us you are born again through the living word of God. Peter says the same thing in 1 Peter 1. Um, 
So, and, and you know, I, I think of verses like Job 23, 12, where Job, even in his affliction, says, I have treasured the words of your mouth more than my necessary food. I remember what Jesus said when he was being tempted by Satan in Matthew 4, uh, verse 4. He says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And uh, listen, there's nobody, there's nobody listening to this podcast that would deny the importance of food uh, for life. We don't eat. We don't live. You know, and yet Jesus said, real life does not come from the bread that we eat, the physical food. It comes from every word that comes from the mouth of God. So uh, it, it's just vital for our life. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, and I hadn't thought about this for a number of years. Uh, I used to uh, mentor men, meet with men early in the morning and, and mentor them. And that kind of thing. And I, you know, one of the things we did was a lot of accountability. And so one of the accountability questions, because one of the things I wanted to do was get the men in the word. And um, so one of our accountability questions was, did you spend time in the word today? Mm -hmm. And I used that for years. And of course, it wasn't just a yes or no answer. It's okay, where'd you spend it? What did God teach you? And that kind of thing. But it was very interesting. I didn't realize for years that I was asking the wrong question. I don't know, but maybe I shouldn't say the wrong question, but it wasn't the most important question. Mm -hmm. Because there, there are two ways that as believers, we relate to the Word of God. The first way we relate is you in the Word, or us in the Word, okay? You, as I'm talking to you as individuals, you in the Word. And we do that uh, by hearing the word, we're in the word by hearing the word. So when we hear the hear the word read, and of course we can do that easily today with all of the uh, uh, gizmos and gadgets we have on our phone. You can have the Bible on your phone and the headphones in, and you can be listening to the word being read. Um, uh, certainly, reading the word is important. There's a lot of Bible reading programs out there, and I know a lot of people, a lot of believers involved in Bible reading programs. You can study the word. That's becoming a lost art. Um, because of, of the problem with studying the word for most people is they say it takes too much time. Uh, and yet studying is so, so valuable. And then, of course, there's memorizing the word. All those ways are ways that we are in the word. You're in it when you hear it. You're in it when you read it. You're in it when, it, when you study it. You're in it when you memorize it. You can do those things every day. You can do them every day for years and yet not be affected by the Word. That was the thing that I began to see. You could be in the Word and not be affected by the Word. Now, I'm not saying those things are important. Uh, I, I, I still believe we need to hear the Word. We need to read the Word, study, and memorize the Word. It's just that all of those things can become a meaningless routine. We're just fulfilling a spiritual checklist, you know? It's like, uh, were you in the Word today? Yes, check. Okay, now on my way. Do you remember what you read? Heavens, no. Um, a lot of people are like that. They'll walk away from their morning reading and maybe not even remember the book of the Bible they were reading from. And so they're in the Word. That's the first way we relate to the Word. But the second way is the most important way. And that is the question then that I began to ask. And that is, is the Word in you? That is vital. Is It's, it's not 
whether you're in the word, though that's important, it's whether the word that you're in gets into you, okay? And, you know, I began to see that in other scriptures, like Job 22, 22, Job said, receive instruction from his mouth, meaning God's mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. Or Jesus said in John 15, 7, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, and that word abide means to be at home at, to dwell in us. Uh, Colossians 3, 16, which probably is one of my favorite verses, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let it be at home at you, uh, with you. And then uh, the Apostle John writing to um, younger Christians in 1 John 2, 14, he says, I write to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. So there's just this value of the word being in us. And I, I think we have to see the importance of it. Um, and I, um, I did a teaching on the memorization of scripture. We're trying to find it. And, uh, but I listed uh, uh, 10 reasons. Matter of fact, uh, I was just going over this morning, came up with 11. So uh, there's really 11 reasons why memorization is so important. So it is absolutely vital. But I guess that one of the way things that I would take you to um, on that would be the second reason that I gave for memorization, and that is this, that memorizing scripture makes meditation possible, and meditation is the foundation of spiritual growth. The interesting thing is that even though the Bible does talk about reading it, and even though the Bible does talk about hearing it, uh, and even though the Bible does talk about hiding up the word in our hearts, which would probably still relate more to meditation than memorization, but how can you hide it in your hearts if you don't memorize it first? And the Bible talks about studying. The real promises of fruitfulness in our life, of closeness with the Lord, are the result of biblical meditation. And I just happen to believe that memorizing Scripture is the greatest way to make meditating on Scripture possible. For instance, a couple of scriptures on that. Uh, Joshua, uh, when God was appointing Joshua to take over the nation of Israel as they came out, you know, as they were going into the promised land, God said to Joshua this. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. He's talking about the Bible. But you shall meditate on it day and night. And then he tells him what the fruit of that will be, so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it. So it helps us with obedience. Remember, meditation helps us with obedience. For then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have good success. Same thing is true in Psalm chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, 1, 2 and 3, where God says, blessed is the person who, who doesn't walk in the counsel of the wicked or stands in the way of sinners or sits in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is in the law of the Lord, and in that law they meditate day and night. Now, the question is this, can you read the Bible day and night? No. Can you, can you study the Bible day and night? No. But if you memorize the Bible, you can have it with you. You can go over Scripture when you're working, when you're sitting at your desk, when you're taking a shower, when you're taking a walk, when you're driving in your car. 
because the word is right there. You can't carry a Bible around with you all day, but you can carry the word around with you all day because it's in your heart. And so that is, Katie, why it's so important. I think that's why meditation or memorization is so important. And I call memorization this. I, I use the word foundation. Because uh, there's a lot of people who think just memorizing is the end result. Memorizing is not the end result. It's not the end goal. It's the foundation to the end goal. What is the end goal? The end goal is to get the word in, in us. And meditation is what does that. But you can't meditate on something you don't have. Okay? So uh, we meditate all day long. And when, when you stop thinking about it, our... our um, our mind is constantly meditating on something. Most of the time, they're not beneficial things. A lot of times, they're not good things. But we dwell on them. We go, oh, we run them over and over and over in our mind. Um, and they go down into our heart, and they usually somehow end up coming out of our mouth. And so how much more valuable it is that we have the Word of God, memorize the Word of God, and then just be able to run that over and over and over in our minds. Uh, you know, it's interesting, uh, the, the word, one of the Hebrew words for meditation uh, literally means to, to chew the cud. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful picture of a cow. Now, if you're not, if, if, if your people are familiar with farmers, you've seen a cow before. If you're not familiar with it, you probably drive right by them, don't pay attention to them. But you ever notice a cow, they're just, they stand out, the out in the field and their mouth is always moving. They stand in the field and they're just, their mouth is just very slowly, just chew, 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 chew. They're, they're taking what they've eaten, they're chewing it, and then they swallow it. And now here comes, for those of you with weak stomachs, get ready. But they swallow it into one of their three stomachs, and then they regurgitate it back up, and they chew it some more. <laughs> and, and by the time they're done with it, they've gotten every bit of nutrition you could possibly get out of that hay or grain that they're chewing on. And that's the idea of meditation. That we just chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing on the word. But that's where memorization comes. That's why I say memorization is so foundational. Because you can't chew and chew and chew on it if you don't even know what you're chewing, chewing, chewing on. Mm -hmm. um, so that, to me, though, that's the value of um, memorization. It's the foundation of getting the word of God into you that leads to the... Uh, practice of meditation. Yes. And um, dad, I couldn't agree with you more. Like that's what I'm finding is I'll be honest, you know, like um, I, I probably was, you know, for a long time, one of the, those, the Christians that just checked the box, you know, like, um, sure. you know, like I think there, I would just, I would read because every day or do a quiet time every day, because I know that, you know, I'm supposed to, and, and there will be some days, you know, where I just did the reading and shut, you know, said a quick prayer and went on with my day and really didn't get a whole lot of value out of it. Um, but what I was finding is, is, is exactly what you were saying, you know, um, like I will think about the scripture that I'm memorizing more throughout the day. Cause it's in my, it's in my mind. It's on my heart. I know the words word for word. Um, I'm not, 
you know, I, I found that so much more beneficial for me because, you know, this is just a, a hard season in my life right now. And I'm just finding so much comfort in God's word. And, and right. I want it like, with me all the time. And like you said, you know, I can't um, read my Bible, you know, when I'm at work cleaning people's teeth and stuff, but I have his word in my heart and in my mind and on my mind because I've memorized it. Um, and it's interesting. You use the word dwell a couple times. And that's mm-hmm. actually the name of the the book that I ordered from Daily Grace Co. It's a, a, a really great website that has lots of wonderful Bible study tools on it um, that are pretty affordable. So I ordered this book called Dwell, um, and it was Expanded Scripture Memorization. And it takes you through three different chapters in the Bible, starting with Romans chapter 12. And and mm-hmm. so I memorized the whole you know chapter, Romans chapter 12, and and it used that word dwell. And it, that it's from that verse that you said, you know, that, that it dwells in you richly. And so I thought that was just so important and so cool. Like that is the better question. Not are we in the word, but it is the word in us is, you know, dwelling in us richly so that we're actually able to, like you said, I love that analogy too of the cow. You know, are we getting everything out of God's word that he wants us to get from it? Or are we just, you know, memorizing it or not memorizing, but just reading it and it's just going in you know, and going right back out and there's no value um, in our lives for it. Um, So yeah, I think that is is so good. I want God's word to dwell in me. And I'm finding that the more that I've memorized his word, it, it, I can, it does dwell in me richly and I'm able to like meditate on it throughout the, the, um, the day. You know, you know, honey too, let me interrupt you here real quick with this. When James 1.22, James says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. I think a hearer can be a person who listens to the word, reads the word, studies the word, and memorizes the word, but it never gets into their heart. Mm. It, it, they, they don't become a doer of the word. And then James gives us warning. He says, uh, he says uh, be doers of the word, not hearers only, deceiving your own self deceiving your own self so that we can, you know, we can, we can check the box off every day because we read the Bible. Uh, we can check the box off every day because we memorized a verse. But if, if that doesn't lead to that word dwelling in us so that we become doers mm-hmm. of the word, then it, it, it kind of, you know, we deceive, we deceive ourselves. And then he kind of explains, he says, if, if any, for if any man is a, a doer, a hearer of the word, not a doer, he's like a person beholding his natural face in a mirror. He looks at himself, goes, goes away and immediately forgets what he saw in the mirror. And, and so it's like, yeah, we, we, we read it and then we immediately forget what we saw. Well, if we forget it, it's, it's, it's of no use to us. Now I'd say that to say, say this, I'm not saying then that you just should stop reading or stop listening or, you know, because amazingly, the word of God has its own power. So even to open the Bible and just read it when you don't feel like reading it, you can you can be amazed what what God can make stick with you. So I'm not discouraging people from reading. I'm just saying we, we've got to go deeper than just being in it. So, yes. Yeah, that is a very good point. Um, and 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 that's something that convicts me too, like, because, you know, I can be very task oriented and, and I'm a, I am a disciplined person. And so when I put my mind to something, I do it, but you know, sometimes I have to look at my motives for doing it. Am I just doing it to, you know, like, okay, so I memorize this book of the Bible or this chapter in the Bible. 
Um, but what am I doing with that? Like, how is it impacting my life for the Lord? Um, and so that is definitely, um, good wisdom there. Now that we've kind of laid the foundation and I love that you said that too, that memorization is the foundation. Um, Mm -hmm. like what are some ways that, you know, the listener who's listening to everything that you just shared and they're wondering how do, well, how do I, you know, get started in memorizing scripture? I will put the link in the show notes, um, for the dwell memorization technique that I used, but also Mm -hmm. like, what would you share with the person listening that wants to get started memorizing scripture? Okay. A couple things. And this is good, Katie. Um, number one, don't try to do too much. Mm -hmm. Um, when I would start people out memorizing scripture, it was one verse a week, Okay. one verse a week. And, um, I remember the first church that I pastored, um, we began to do that. And I I used this, we, that was back when we had a Sunday evening service as well. And so what I would do is during the Sunday evening service, I would allot a a segment, segment of time for people who had memorized scripture that we could be able to share the verse they memorized. And, you know, it was amazing. I remember when we first started, that would take maybe five minutes, seven minutes or whatever. I remember it got to the point where I had to put a limit on it because people were sharing verses and that would go for 30, 35 minutes. Uh, I remember I had a senior in high school that memorized the entire book of James and wanted to get up and quote it, you know, uh, during that. Um, So, but it all starts with one verse. It all starts with one verse. And so um, maybe if you're reading the book of Proverbs, uh, maybe, you know, maybe if you struggle, like, for instance, if you struggle with uh, anger, go to the book of Proverbs and you'll see the verses on anger just in the book of Proverbs, you know, copy them out and learn eight verses on anger over the course of eight weeks. Or maybe you feel like uh, you struggle with uh, laziness. So there's verses in Proverbs on slothfulness and being a sluggard or verses on diligence. You know, that's a good place. Proverbs is a good place to start because they're, they're, they're shorter verses. Um, they're, they got kind of a poetic rhythm to them. So they're kind of easy to memorize, but just do it once a week. But just then what you do is you, you, recite that verse in your mind, you know, at breakfast, at lunch, at dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner, as you're driving, you just keep going over that verse over and over and over. Um, keep a keep a little file of the verses you've learned. Like if you do it topical, like let's say you, you want to work on diligence. So you, you get 10 verses out of Proverbs on diligence. Keep a little file with a category that says diligence and then the verses you have underneath them and go back and review them periodically. But but that's the biggest key, uh, because um, if you haven't done it, uh, I'll tell you, if I haven't haven't if you haven't done it, the smallest verse can seem like a huge task. Um, so I think it would be uh, you know significant to start out that way. Then you can move into passages. You know, here's the danger. Uh, here's the danger of just memorizing one verse. You have to be very careful of this, is that you can lift that verse out of its context. And then you can, you may memorize the verse, but you may get the wrong meaning for the verse. Mm-hmm. If you get the wrong meaning, you're not going to get the right application. So there is that danger. So even if you just do one verse at a time, make sure you look at the context. What what do the verses before and after that verse, what is it talking about so that you keep that in the right context? But just start out slow. I would say 
I would say memorize a verse of scripture for six months at least before you try to move on to something else so that you're, you you get yourself in a pattern of understanding how to do it. And, uh, you know, as far as technique, um, there's a lot of technique. If you're just memorizing a verse, the best thing is, you know, repetition. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I memorized Psalm 32 or Psalm 34 and, um, uh, you know, I, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And so if I'm starting to memorize that, I would just say, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. You know, until I've got that phrase down and then I move on to the next phrase. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Then put the two together. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then now you've now you've got it. And now you just kind of go over it and over it for the rest of the week and that kind of thing. But um, that's to me, that's where you start. Don't don't try to bite off too much, you know, because you can be you can get discouraged. Uh, with it quick. But the more you memorize, here, here's the interesting thing. The more you memorize, the more you'll be able to memorize. It is a phenomenal thing. Um, I remember I had begun memorizing scripture and I was doing this very thing, just topical and doing a verse, uh, you know, verse a week kind of thing. And um, this was at my first church. And I would, uh, we, had a, we had a pretty good sized youth group. And so I, I just uh, was helping the couple that was running the youth group. I was just helping them. I'd show up at the youth because I was young, you know, and I wanted to meet the young people and that kind of stuff. And so I remember one night we're at a bonfire and we're, I'm sitting beside this young gal who had just come to Christ. And her name was Becky. And I, I said to Becky, I said, Becky, I'd really like to challenge you to memorize a verse of Scripture a week. And she just looked at me. She said, Pastor Mike, I can't do that. She says, I'm really not that smart. She said, I, I, I struggle in school. I, I get D's, um, you know, that kind of thing. And, uh, I, and I gave her the same verse I gave you, you know, that uh, memorizing scripture will give you wisdom and that kind of thing. And she just wasn't biting on it, you know. And uh, so finally, I just I looked at her and I said, Becky, I'll tell you what to do. I said, um, for every verse you memorize before next Wednesday, I will memorize five <laughs> by the following Wednesday. And she just looked for a minute and she thought, okay. She said, okay, I'll do it. So she come back next Wednesday and I said, have you got your verse? Oh, she says, well, I got more than that. She quoted 20 verses. <laughs> 20 verses. I began, my palms began to sweat, you know, and I, I remember thinking, where in the world am I going to, you know, how, how could I even remember, uh, you know, a hundred verses from different places? And, you know, the Lord used that. It was very interesting. The Lord used that to begin to challenge me to memorize chapters of the Bible. Um, I, uh, I, I looked at the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, there were 113 verses, 111 verses. And I thought, all right, well, that's just 11 more. If I memorize 100, I can probably memorize 111. And I remember that whole week, I almost didn't get a sermon prepared because I was working so hard to get the Matthew 5, 6, and 7 memorized to be able to sh share back with her. But, you know, from that point on for a period of I don't know how many years, I memorized a chapter a week. Mm -hmm. and, and it was interesting because... The more I memorized, the more I was able to. 
the more I memorized, the faster I was able to. And not only did memorization help me with memorizing, it helped me with reading comprehension. I would read things and remember what I read by just skimming over the book. It, it was a phenomenal thing. So, um, you know, start small, but don't be surprised if you get a little hungry and, you know, you want to move into more verses and, and uh, that kind of thing. And it will just increase. But, you know, still the meditation's got to come in there. Yes. Oh man, that's really cool. It sounds like, you know, it's like almost like exercising your spirit, your, your muscles in a sense, like exercising your brain muscle, you start small and then it, it just gets stronger and stronger the more you do it. Um, and so well, you know, I, I let, let me interrupt you here real quick, honey, because you said something really good there. And I didn't, I didn't, uh, um, I didn't kind of emphasize this. Memorization is a mind discipline. Mm-hmm meditation is a heart discipline that's why the promises for success prosperity all these things is from meditating on the bible and by the way when i say meditating i'm not talking about you know sitting in the middle of the room with your legs crossed humming uh in a low-pitched trance mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking about biblical meditation where you're not emptying yourself you're filling yourself uh, yeah. with the word but that's very important, see, because memorization is a mind discipline, and that's why if it doesn't go to meditation, it just stays in your mind. It it doesn't necessarily get into your life, get into your heart. Yeah. And so be, be, because Jesus says it's out of the heart, out of the abundance of the heart, you know, that things come, good things and bad things. So so that was very important you said that, because that's why it will increase your mind. I think memorization will make you sharper mentally. There's no question in my mind about that. Yeah. But that's why if you want want it to become a doer of the word and have that word dwelling in you, that's why it's got a it's foundational to meditation. So thank you for sharing that because I hadn't really pointed that out. Yes. Well, and um actually just that's a great segue. What I was gonna say in, in closing, and then I'll have you close this in prayer, um, was just that that I'm gonna have you back on um, the show and do a little bit, go more in depth on meditation. Yeah. Um, so we're laying the foundation, you know, today with memorization and getting the scripture inside of us, but then how do we get it? Like you said, to go from the mind to the heart, um, where it's really impactful in our lives through meditation. And what does that look like? And what does that mean? And so I definitely want to dig into meditation more because I think there is some confusion, even within the Christian community of what, a meditation, you know, is and what it looks like for a Christian, for a believer um, and meditating on the word. Very so yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have you back on the show so we can dig into that next time. Um, so with that, dad, thank you so much just for um, all laying that foundation. And um, if anybody has any questions about anything on today's episode, please email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. And I can also uh, put my dad's email. You can email him questions as well. And I'll put the link to his YouTube channel um, in the show notes. So dad, in closing, would you just, um, say a prayer over the listener today? Who's just hungry for God's word and, and wanting to get started in memorization and has maybe, um, been encouraged by, or challenged by what you've, you've shared with us today. You bet, honey. You bet. Father, we just thank you uh, today for your goodness. We thank you for your word. It is a lamp to our feet. It's a light to our path. You said that when we hide it in our hearts, we will not sin against you. 
that it brings joy. Uh, it, it brings unbelievable joy into our lives, regardless of circumstances. Reminded of Jeremiah who said his, your word was found and he ate it. And your word became to him the joy and the rejoicing of his heart. And so, Lord, I, I thank you for that. And I, I pray for those listening today that you just you would just instill into them a greater hunger, greater thirst, greater desire, greater longing for your word. Father, it is in your word that Jesus is revealed. It is in your word that we more clearly see you. It is in your word that we understand your purposes and will for our lives. All those things are contained in your word. It is a treasure chest for us, Father, that we can just open and continue to grab riches for our lives. Not not financial riches, not not those not external riches, but the the, the inner riches that draw us into a more living relationship with you. So thank you for this time to be able to share. Um, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart constantly be pleasing in your sight. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com and be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored in Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms.